Hello and welcome to The Boy and the Bear. I'm Scott, a fan of the mighty Glasgow Rangers. And I'm Patrick, a fan of the current Scottish Cup holders, Celtic. The winter break is over and we are back, boys. It was Scottish Cup action at the weekend with both Rangers and Celtic winning in dominant fashion. Rangers 4-1 and Celtic 5-0 despite the tricky weather conditions. The winter window is still open and both teams might still get the signings they want. I doubt it, but they might. Before we get started, it would be great if you could subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen and do follow us at Pods on Instagram. Please also send us in any topics, trivia questions, suggestions and general queries to theboyandthebear at gmail.com. And if you're enjoying this pod, please do share it with friends whom you think might like it. It does help us massively. So straight on to the compliments, boys. Both brilliant performances, but uh, yeah, Scotty, the floor is yours, mate. Well, Rangers went brilliant. Went br- Scores 4-1, mate. Dumbarton, tricky away game, tricky. tricky weather conditions. Celtic should win Bucky Thistle, like, like do you know what I mean? Yeah, it was. Away, brilliant. 4-1, mate, away from home. in the midst of a storm. At night. Oh, wait, I can't, I don't know why at night matters. I can't wait. They've got lights. I can't wait until you hear Bucky, him fawning over a 5-0 performance over a... Highland League outfit. Can you give Patrick his compliment, please? What can I say? Just steamrolling to another competition. Can the Ben Rogers train in Scottish Cup continues? The guy that's not been beaten in the competition. I was generally hoping for a, a you know, like a, a Darville Aberdeen while I was on my holiday, but unfortunately it was a, you know, nice way to come back home to find out you guys had won. So, I have to say, just a straightforward performance. You guys played really well. I don't think Bucky were ever really no. going to cause you any any issues. You know, it's not like, a, you know, we used to be talking about cup upsets or, you know, the the magic of the cup. That wasn't going to ever happen, take place. So, fair play, mate. Paddy Boy, you're a compliment for Rangers or Scott. Just take a pick, to be honest with you. He's got a nice glowing tan on him. Uh, that's more of a compliment this week, yeah. I think Scott had a compliment in there somewhere. Talks about trains and caravans, but like yeah, I don't know. I'm just fucking being on holiday, you know. The dog will bark, the caravan keeps rolling. <laughs> eh? Um, yeah, I well, I don't think Rangers were brilliant, but I'm gonna my compliment is well done for navigating a potential banana skin at the rock. I think when you consider the you know the weather conditions, see that mate, it only takes 10 seconds to do a compliment, yeah, I know, but I've got to just it's, you know. Give people what they make want. Make it up, yeah. which takes you a good twenty seconds. Hundred percent. Got a waffle, mate. That's part of that's part of my my charm. <laughs> of the Scottish Cup games, obviously, Pat, you've touched upon there. That you didn't think Rangers were great, but uh, our first question this week is who will win it. Now, I want you boys to give any alternative teams you think actually have a chance, and your thoughts on the draw overall, and whether that's sprung any surprises for you. Wouldn't surprise anyone to hear that I think Celtic are going to win it. I think we'll do a double this season. I think we're the favourites of the teams currently left in the draw. Although I think our next tie away is St Mirren. Is tougher than Rangers' uh, home tie against Scott Brown's Air United, which will be a some tie for him to go and take over, given he's just come back into his first managerial job in Scotland. Um, I know I think Celtic go in the cup. You always fancy teams like Hearts, but they didn't look that great against Spartans. I thought Spartans were really unlucky not to take them to, would it be in an extra time or a replay? I'm not sure, but... Yeah, I don't really see a threat other than Rangers in this draw anywhere. And as I'm sure we'll touch on later, Seema's just been ruled out with a long-term injury. I think Rangers desperately need to get some bodies in. 
doesn't similar to ourselves doesn't really look like happening there's not much noise we're recording this on the 23rd of january so if we miss a massive signing before deadline day then that's just the nature of the beast but at present i think you've got to say celtic are the strongest squad favorites for the league and favorites for the cup but the only other team i think that have a chance is rangers and that's a shame but this way it is anything you want that anything you want to add to that scotty um no, I, I, I do agree with Pat that I think it will come down to um two Glasgow clubs as it most usually does in these situations. Although I do have to say, like watching Reese McCabe's Airdrie, they um, they just played They play good football, don't they? Oh, fantastic. I watched it and I thought, Jesus, you know, this is they put a lot of they put a lot of clubs in the Premier League to shame about how, you know, like St Johnson go to that fixture and do what they usually do sit men behind the ball try and play counter-attack or long ball football and you're just thinking you're a premiership outfit you should be at least taking the game you know and it was interesting to see you know if they can replicate that same performance against Hearts in the next round Um, I think they will I I don't think where's the the game is it it at Airdrie Um, I believe so let me just check yeah it's at home um so Airdrie at home. So that'll be a good Airdrie Dark Horses for the Scottish Cup. That's a bold shout. Hmm. It could be. I mean, anything's possible. Oh, is that you actually giving them a shout for the Scottish Cup? So, yeah. I, just, I just thought no, no, I was just I'd a be, general. I would say, I would, I would say like... No, I mean, of, double down. Airdrie for the Scottish Cup. No, no, no. I think they might go far though. I don't think they'll win it. I think they'll go far. That's my... They're definitely going to get beat 4-0 yeah, by Hearts. 100%, now. yeah. <laughs> I've just cussed them. Sorry. Sorry, boys. Sorry. <laughs> Do you not think that's quite a sad state of affairs though that... I mean, the beauty of the Scottish Cup is the fact that it allows teams like Aberdeen's, like Hearts, like Hibs to actually have a realistic chance at a trophy and, and some magic ties in, what are we, fourth, fifth round? And we're already basically saying that nah, Rangers or Celtic are going to win it. Not, I mean, not I, quite a sad state of affairs to be in. Yeah, but I mean, this is a Rangers and Celtic podcast, you know, I'm not going to sit here and pretend that, you know. Thanks for clarifying. You know. I'm just, I'm just putting it out there. So people, well, you just said Airdrie are going to win the Scottish Cup, no, right? So I, I said they might go far. <laughs> Make your mind up. They might go far. I didn't say they win it, um, but I, no, I do agree. Like, obviously, there's that. You know, you want the standard league or the competitions to improve, on one hand, but you want your team to dominate everything in sight. On the other hand, so it's it's one of those difficult things to navigate. You know, without. Sounding too bitter at times, or like too uh, blinkered. Um, in the last club. ten years, there's only been three other clubs other yeah. than Celtic and Rangers that have won it, and St Johnson have won more Scottish Cups in the last ten years than Rangers have. And you were going to get that I, at I, some I, point. Fucking, I was waiting just, for it. Just, just, for just it. a final, just a final question on this one, boys, before we, we move on to the next part. Um, as, as Celtic and Rangers fans, would you rather face each other in the final or would you rather face each other earlier on in the competition? I was about to say, I actually think the best chance of Rangers winning the cup would be drawing Celtic before the final because in big games, as they continually prove against Celtic, they bottle it. Whereas a semi-final or a quarter-final, I would actually have probably a lot more fear going into a game like that. Yeah, I think we've won in the last like 10 years or something, we've won a fair few semi-finals against Celtic and then... Obviously, I think we won more semis Great against them team, eh? against instead of <laughs> instead of the final team. So I mean, yeah, I would like to argue against Pat's point of being, being ball jobs in the, the cups, but I can't. So but you can't. He said ball jobs in the final. Same thing. 
Well, true. Did you not beat Celtic and then get beat by St. Johnson? Yeah, no, I know. But I just think, you know, like St. Johnson did well to to win the cup, so they they, they did well. So I'm taking nothing away from them. (laughs) (laughs) So so, so basically, what's your answer, Scott, here? He's forgotten the question. Let's move on. (laughs) (laughs) You're so busy worried about what Pat's going to say. You're going to be bottle merchants here, not even paying attention to my question. I'm trying to think of... Responses. My question, Scott, just for you, yeah. was would you <laughs> would you rather face Celtic in the final or would you rather face Celtic earlier on in the competition? I think from a spectacle point of view, the final would be great. But I think just the fact that we your chances of winning, chances it. of winning, I think uh, beat them earlier, <laughs> earlier if possible. <laughs> you and James Tavernier, mate. You and James Tavernier, Hall of Famer. Moving on to something that's obviously going to dictate quite heavily who's going to win the remainder of the trophies uh, for the rest of the season, boys. Transfer market. Now, I'm going to start with Celtic on this one. Um, it seems for me anyway, just so neutral, trying to trying to trying to keep yeah, trying to keep up on the general transfer news. There seems to be less noise in and around Celtic. It's a, it's more concrete. So, Pat, I just wanted to ask your opinion. Obviously, you've got your ear a little bit closer to the ground than me. Anything we're missing? No. Is the blunt no. score? I think if I. If you're scoring it from an A star downwards, Celtic are probably looking at about a C minus at the moment. I've said from the start, I think we need a goalkeeper, a winger and a left back. And currently we've got one out of three. We've got a winger who's got quite a decent pedigree, uh, Nicholas Kuhn from Rapid Vienna. I think we paid about three million euros for him. Uh, by all accounts he looks like a decent player it's not a project player It's not. he's 24 so it's not like we signed this young lad from Asia or a lo- the lower leagues in England, he should be ready to come in and play to a high standard so hopefully that's the quality that Rogers keeps going on about and then hilariously we were linked with the one Beck which I thought would be a great signing and then the other day one of the negatives about Sunday being at the game was checking flash scores and seeing that Owen Beck had come on for Liverpool which of course means he can only he cannot play for another team this season I, I think you'll I think you'll play for Liverpool mate I, I really really do he came on first I watched the game on, on Sunday he came on for 10 minutes and genuinely did not look out of place at that level and I, I granted Liverpool were 4-0 up at 3-4-0 up at the time against Bournemouth but he looked really good when he came on yeah and I think if Celtic were serious about getting him they'd have probably been aware of that or you'd like to think they'd been aware of that and would have acted sooner so it's our own fault we didn't get well, him one, one, one defence to Celtic on that is that um, Liverpool didn't expect Andy Robertson to be it till February and yeah. Simicass obviously um, is out until March, April so they don't actually have any left back true so. but you'd like to think if he was impressing at Dundee Celtic could have put these feelers out of course in, of know, course or like why no did they end up at Dundee in the first place if he was good enough to play for a Celtic it seemed yeah. like I, I, <laughs> you went and got Nat Phillips instead I appreciate you making excuses for Celtic it's not something you often do but on this I'm trying this, I'm really trying <laughs> on, I've taken I've taken this break to regroup and restock <laughs> but on this occasion there's no excuses it's we, any any major players that have left the club Pat that you were you were quite happy about anything off the wage bill um, no the only one that's left permanently is Eddie He's gone back to Japan um, and I have nothing to say about Idiguchi. He's he's contributed absolutely nothing to my club. So, farewell. Hope you have a nice time. Uh, Anything exciting to tell us at all on the transfer news? I I wish there was. Adam Montgomery's gone back out on loan. uh, Promising left back. Got an assist, I think, during the Scottish Cup fixtures at the weekend. Can't remember what club it was he went away to. It's really... it's. It's frustrating. There's a week to go. You know, the optimist in me says we signed players like Jota on deadline day before 
it's going to take a similar sort of bit of action from Celtic in order to make this transfer window a success. One winger is not what the fans want, and it's definitely not what Rogers wants. So the the board need to act. It was it was Motherwell, by the way. He went Motherwell, to. Yeah, it was Motherwell. Yeah, but would you not rather though, Pat? Like I've said, we said this, we covered this on the last podcast. As a Celtic fan, it would seem like if you now sign players, they're just like made up targets that the club are then rushing and that's not a strategy that's probably long term or do the fans just pass that point where they just need something in to quell the noise no, we don't want we don't want bodies in for body's sake and you know Ange proved that if you have a strategy and a list of players that you can sign and identify in advance and then sign you know it, that's a much better way of doing business you know I couldn't believe like Hogmanay uh, 2022 we signed three we announced the signings of players on the 31st of December and that was unheard of I think every Celtic fan was in shock like oh my god we've done business in January and it's not even January yeah and that just proves that that was Ange that was responsible for all of that and now we seem to have reverted back to type and I wouldn't be surprised to see some failed English left back come from the Prem Reserves and be absolutely shocking again so the jury's out I'm giving them a C- minus because we have got Kuhn and we did need a winger bit of quality we have managed to ship a couple out but I think a C- is generous because I don't see where the quality is coming from I hope they prove me wrong I've said this to you before though I think a lot of the from a boardroom level they will be looking at it and and in my opinion to an extent Celtic fans won't thank me for this but I did just compliment you for the last five minutes well sadly a compliment that wasn't a compliment it was more a defence but I'm taking it as the same thing I don't think if you're in the boardroom really right now you have any ambition to sign anybody you look like unless Rangers do something miraculous in the second half of the season you're going to win that's what I mean that's one point ahead of Rangers as a self-proclaimed Celtic fan who wanted Roger sacked three weeks ago has now said you're favourite for a league and Scottish Cup and you're not in any European competition so if you're a player as well why would you come in January obviously we've got the Euros but you're not going to for most teams that have qualified playing for Celtic isn't going to get you into the Euros so just wait till summer but that's exactly what I'm talking about. You know, being one point ahead of Rangers isn't what the fans want. We want to progress in Europe. We want quality, and so does Rogers. So, in order to get a squad ready for the Champions League, hopefully that's direct entry. At this point, it may still be qualifiers. You'd like to think we were bringing players in now, getting them up to speed before these big games in the summer. Because if we don't change the way we do business, we're not going to change the results. And that starts with a better recruitment policy. Like I, I agree with you. To a certain extent, the reason we're out of Europe, the reason we're out of the League Cup already is down to bad recruitment. And so the lessons have to be learned and you've got to improve the recruitment in order to attract a higher profile quality of player and get better results. Yeah, not fair enough. Scotty, yeah. <laughs> you've sat there quietly for a good five minutes, mate. Yeah. Rangers, start with some, start with incomings, mate. Um, so obviously we brought Fabio Silva in um, before January, actually. Like, first of January. Did he play the weekend? Yeah, he played. Imagine rocking up to Dumbarton, eh? I think, um, I think, I know, <laughs> like, world like, record saying, yeah, man. like, where the hell am I? What, what is that? Is he not Brazilian? No, he's Portuguese. No, he's Portuguese. <laughs> he, honestly, mate, I remember when he came to Wolves, <laughs> and there was genuinely an article about how he could replace Ronaldo for for Portugal, and now he's playing at Dumbarton. Months later, yeah. <laughs> the rock. I, I the mean, rock. I don't know, like, if he will be the Cristiano Ronaldo. Um, oh, that's a, no, I don't think so. I said, I don't think he will be. I love you. Heard I, it here I, I, first folks. I said, I don't I'd think love, he will love, be. I just said, oh, for fuck's sake, I didn't even start. I'd love point. to try. I'd love for you to make an argument that he could be, though. No, I'm not because I, I haven't that. seen enough of the boy to make a judgment on him. Um, as you boys know, I was at the 
the Kilmarnock game where he came on like briefly. I thought he was energetic and then he didn't start obviously Dessa started against Dumbarton and then he came on for a, a short cameo. So I think he, again he just he looks like he's more more mobile, he gets about the pitch, he's not you know, he's not afraid to put get stuck in, but I don't know whether he's got the finishing capability to score the ten to fifteen goals we need, you know, to, to win to win a league. So I think the jury's still out whether he can be a number an out and out number nine, but I think given our <laughs> current injury record and now obviously losing Seema for a significant length of time. Is it significant enough where they're gonna recall him on uh, his own? Has, I was watching the press conference today and there's been no decision made on that. He's come on and the club are talking to Brighton. So I think when he that gets back... That means he's gone, doesn't it? it prob- if, it's, if, it's, if it's like three months, I, I reckon he might head back. I think, the, obviously just waiting for him to... Well, would you leave him in Rangers physio room? I wouldn't leave, like I wouldn't leave my granny. I wouldn't leave my granny in Rangers physio room right now. Jesus Christ, she'd come out with a broken hip or something, you know? Um, like... <laughs> Honestly, the, I don't know what's going on, like, but you know, we signed boys with no injury records, and then all of a sudden, kidding ACL injuries with sledgehammer. I, I mean, he goes away. He doesn't even play. He's not even playing for the Angels, and he goes away, doesn't even play a minute for Senegal, and comes back injured. I mean, that is the most Rangers thing to happen this season, <laughs> Christ. And honestly, I, I just, I don't know what to make of it. And then, if the window wasn't tough enough already to go out and sign a winger. Sorry, I'm just still picturing you dropping your gran off at the Rangers Medical I know, right? Hey, gran, you're going for a, a checkup. <laughs> Comes back in a wheelchair, do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> sorry, Hen, I didn't mean to do that to you, though. Um, but uh, I, I don't know, like, it's obviously going into the window, we needed a striker, we needed a right sided winger, now we're going to need a left sided winger. You know, we've got what, just over a week. Ah, why break the habit of a right time and sign a right, right winger, mate? Just why sign anyone half decent? You know? I, su- I suppose the I suppose so, the main question most Rangers fans are asking just now, Scotty, and every day that passes seems less likely. <clears throat> Lauren Shankland. I uh, I don't I want it to happen. I think it's the clinical finisher we need. You know, it's a Scotland international. You know, it fits the the kind of quota that we you know we need for. I feel European. like it would happen by now. Eh? Yeah, I was going to say. Is I, it reckon his money, Scotty? I this part of the reason sorry yeah. it's part of the reason why I was asking if um, Seema was going back to Brighton because obviously you'll be subsidising his yeah. wages and I wonder if that was maybe one of the one of the stumbling blocks Could with be. I don't know I don't know whether they're trying to move somebody else on you know like get a higher fee for Red Van and maybe do a loan deal for a left back with the option to buy and then use that money to buy Shanklin but I don't I don't really know because nothing's really happening on that front the only piece of business we are linked with and it does I think it may be closer to being done had it not been for the storm is Mohamed Diamante, mm. the midfielder from FC Nodgeland. So um, he looks, well, I can a very mobile player. Who will he replace? I don't know if he's replacing. I, I think he, I think he's more of a ball carrying midfielder, which we don't we don't have. You know, we have quite a few. Can't well. He's more of a ten, isn't he? So um, I mean, but. We'll get on to him at another point. Uh, but I don't know if he's going to replace anyone or if he's just more to enhance the squad. You know, he's he's a left-footed midfielder. We don't have any of them. And can just take the ball under pressure. A bit like Glenn Kamara, you know, in a, in a sense. So I'm not 
obviously that's not done yet, so I don't know if that's going to, you know, it can happen. It can it can fall through at the last minute. But I think if we get him through with Fabio, I would rate our transfer business so far as a C plus. I think it's you just said C plus, so you get the point over Celtic, eh? Well, no, because like well, I've just said, we needed a winger and a striker, and it doesn't look like we're going to get it. If we had got the the boy we were linked with, Million Manhoff from VTs in you know Dutch league and Shankland, I would rate, I'd be raving about. Oh, if you get Shankland, mate, it's yeah, it's an A, it's, it's an A, it's an A window. But right now, we don't have those two players we need, so I'm going to rate it as a C plus. Yes. Can I just ask what a storm's got to do with stopping signing the player? Because he's because he can't land. He's coming from his clubber in America doing a warm. Send the contract over email, no. But it's a medical, Steve. You can't just do a medical in the mid mid air. No, you can. Hey, no, you can do a medical in your country. Hey, but what the thing is, they're in America on a winter training camp. Massive Rangers are very extensive on their medicals anyway. So yeah, exactly. I mean, get granted it. Yeah, get granted it. <laughs> but anyway, I think the problem was he was due to land Monday, and I think he obviously couldn't get through because no planes were landing in Glasgow or Edinburgh. That's so that's I think it what? might get completed this week, hopefully. So yeah. Well, I'm actually just to make the trivia a little bit more interesting. I do agree with Scott. I do think Rangers have had a slightly better transfer window. Obviously, still a week to go. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. So that is a point to the Glasgow Rangers. One question that I just wanted to ask both of you boys is uh, just from Lauren Shanklin's personal point of view, does he have more chance of being Scotland's number nine playing for Rangers? Probably. Yeah, yeah Rangers are still so. in Europe, aren't they? And should he be Scotland's number nine if he doesn't sign for Rangers? Uh, on current form, I would say yes. Yeah, I agree with Pat. Yeah. Yeah, we uh, we did uh, an Instagram poll of that and we had 12 votes and it was uh, 11 said yes and only one said no. Who was that? Name and Shea. And then Shea Adams scored twice the next game day. <laughs> well, so, what do we know? Yeah. I thought it was interesting that uh, Hart sent Alex Lowry, just before we move on last bit, that Hart sent, I know you're a big fan of him, Scotty. They sent Alex Lowry back so at one point that was muted that it was going to be part of the Shanklin deal just yeah. when he was breaking through at Hearts. But uh, yeah, Naismith's comments on that were quite... yeah. I think diplomatic, but you could read between the lines <laughs> yeah. between what he was saying there. I think, obviously, I think it's been well documented. The boys had quite a difficult period off the off football in the last year, you know. So it's not not no one's place to comment on that. But you know, I think from a footballing point of view, there is a player there. I think it just it needs to click for him. You know, there's moments where you're thinking this boy could make a real difference to Rangers attacking lineup, and then he's not seen for another couple of months you know and I think it's I think the same can be said for a few of the young lads that have broken through for us recently that have maybe had one or two games where they look really good and then they've gone on loan to get more you know a run of games you know like the 20 to 30 games that they need to you know just get them to that next level and it, it just doesn't seem to be they don't seem to be able to get over that line in, in terms of minutes and numbers for games you, so you wonder how much of that's down to the inconsistency and management yeah. and structure though yeah. so it'll be interesting to see what what happens moving forward but yeah, uh, no, yeah. one to keep an eye on if he's if he's uh i wonder if he's going to be in the squad this weekend i think he's going to sorry just before that sorry i think from clement's comments today i think it's just going to go straight back out on loan oh is yeah, it? i don't think he's got okay. any intention of keeping him in the oh. squad because uh, the one of the journalists asked him like so you recalled alex alex Lowry? and he's like i didn't recall him He's like, he's like, Hearts didn't want him. Wow. And I was like, oh, well, that's that's a 
there's a big telling sign. You know, it's. I think the plan was always from the conversations that he had with the board about Alex Lowry was that this year was a devel development year for him and then coming into the summer was a chance to see where he was at, take a pre-season and then make a decision on his future. So, On Shanklin though, Steve, who yep. do you think he'll be playing for on the 1st of February? Hearts, mate. Scott? <laughs> I think if... Uh... Yeah, my, my heart wants to Sorry, say Rangers, but um, my, my head says Hearts. I think I think he'll be staying put at Hearts. Mostly because what's the point Scott's covered absolutely, but also Hearts haven't found the replacement, and you can't. I, th I don't think the Hearts fans would forgive. I, I'd actually say, say if Hearts were the like eighth or ninth and their season was pretty much done, I think Hearts would cash in. But they've got, they've got to finish third, and then that's worth two million to them. Do you know what I mean? So it's not, and Shanklin will get them there. Um, they are favourites to do that. So, but yeah, listen, boys, moving on to um, moving on to the games this weekend. It seems like a long, long time ago since uh, either team played in the Premier League. We have Celtic versus Ross County at Celtic Park, and Hibs have actually got double. Uh, sorry, Hibs. Rangers have got a double header what? Um, to make up one of their games. <laughs> um, Hibs versus Rangers and St Mirren versus Rangers. Patrick, I'm going to start with you. Is, was there anything from the Bucky Thistle game, any players that stood out to you um, that you think could make it into the county game? Or are, we, are you one to live and pretty much written out and looking for a stock win? It was nice to see Cal McGregor getting a rare rest, not even in the squad. The boy deserves a long holiday because he plays so much football. So he'll be coming back in for home, probably, who took his goal well. But I don't think, I think if you're playing against Bucky Thistle, you want to look outstanding. You don't want to look passable. And I think a lot of Celtic players, it's maybe unfair. I, I think if you weren't involved in the Bucky Thistle game, your time's up. Like if you're not going to get a chance against Bucky Thistle, then I don't think Rogers rates you. So guys Name like. Name a couple of them, Pat. Lagerbielka didn't even come on. Oh. Uh, you know, Forrest didn't even come on. You know, uh, there's players, I think, that if you weren't getting an opportunity against Bucky Thistle in a run, essentially the mid-season friendly, you know, then I, I, I think your time is up. Um, yeah. Interesting that Mikey Johnson still came on, um, set up a goal. Rocco Vata, who'd been linked to the move away, scored a goal. Maybe that'll make him reconsider staying at Celtic um, no I don't think you'll see massive changes to the squad I think it was actually really useful to have the Bucky Thistle game just there because like I say I, I described it as a mid-season friendly and I think that's exactly what it was the team's got going to pick itself I think apart from McGregor coming in for home and if Carter Vickers are still injured then I'm perfectly happy with Scales and Navrotsky at the back and be interesting to see if Kuhn the new winger plays over Abada I don't think he'll play over Palma um, and you know it should be a, a routine victory for Celtic yeah and Pablo, Pablo Bernardo as well oh it's coming coming right onto a game it really need that'd be great to sign him up permanently that'd probably be your best signing yeah if you manage to get yeah. that done obviously you can do that out with the window so. yeah I think so it's got obviously two games for, for Rangers this week mate it's got to be six from six I'd imagine for you yeah 100% we've got to, got to take maximum points you know we're still obviously there's a deficit behind Celtic so if we're serious about challenging for this title, we need to take like six points. Yeah. Um, I do think. <laughs> is it Hibs away? Yeah. So both That's both tricky, the, isn't it? both That's the games. Not what are, you want your game no. in to be? You've you're normally pretty good there though. Yeah, we, we we have quite a decent record in Edinburgh. To be fair, um, against both both Hearts and Hibs, so I don't think it's a place we fear. I just think it'll be obviously it's a tricky tricky place to go. The conditions will play a, a part as well. And obviously, we've, we've our squad's still 
decimated by injuries. You know, we've now lost. You can, like a most attacking player in Sima. You know, obviously before that, anyway, before his injury, he was he's going to be away for this game. So that was a big loss. And obviously now he's injured. It remains to be seen. Are we going to go in the window and sign someone for that position or not? Robbie Matondo came in for for Sima. The art continues. <laughs> Mind <laughs> that guy. <laughs> Yeah, it's Scotland. Yeah, it's Grant, uh, yep. um, I'm, I'm, I'm generally playing. Playing. <laughs> you said you're genuinely playing. I was like, what instead of Matondo? I, I might actually be better, and more effective. I'm not as fast. <laughs> yeah, my grand's getting that. Like you know, she's getting that metallic hip. Fucking hurdle faster than Rabi anyway. Benja, I think he'll. I think he'll keep his place. So I think the team pretty much writes itself for the next two fixtures. I tell you what, this is Scotty. This is. This is two games that Todd Cantwell yep, can stand yep, up in. Yep, you're right. I think stand up and then do a dance on TikTok. Eh? Right, I'm not going to go there because um, there's a few of your players on TikTok as well. But that's that's let's save it. And you follow but, all of them. <laughs> I love it. More with some TikTok me. Um, but I do, th- yeah, I do think you're right. I think obviously it's it's not set the heather light. So in the last couple of months, you know, it's not really done anything of note. He went about hiding in the the old firm game. So, you're right. This is two big games for us. Can can he? Will he step up and be the main man? Jury's still out. So I do I do like him. I do like him as a player. I just don't know what. I don't know whether it's a change of manager or he's just not like as confident like in his in himself. I I you don't really know what you know what's going on. It's just a bit of a career trend with him, though, isn't it? It's just yeah, yeah. I mean, he's. I think he had some family issues. You know, off the field as well, like in the past month. So you don't know whether that's, of course, yeah, impacting his performance or not. So you know, it's you don't want to slate the players too no, hard. It's not, it's know, not about it's, slating. No, no, it's just generally, generally, like he's meant to be your big time player. He was meant, and and all due respect, like as much as you you get yeah, Pat slated James Tavernier, you're right back again. Yeah, it's just been one of your games this season. And yeah, it's I mean, just, it's great that we have that guy to do that, right? But you shouldn't be relying on your right back. To score all the goals, to take all the set pieces. To so is this a season review of you know five years ago or this season? <laughs> Last year, I don't know, mate. I'm just, but yeah, right. Like that's like you said, recruitment. You know, like you said earlier on, the recruitment um, aspect is what's been severely lacking at Ibrox for a, a long time. You know, we held on to players for too long. We've not signed the right players. We've, you know, we've not replaced when we should have. It's yeah, it's, it's like Groundhog Day, isn't it? so. I love this, the 23rd of January and you boys are just so enthusiastic about your club's transfer dealing. So what what we'll do is we'll uh, we'll move on to times past where you might have been slightly happier and it's trivia time. Ooh. Excellent. So Scott, I'm going to start with you, please. There is no rules, no, uh, no categories or anything this week, so you were free to make up your own trivia questions. Now, the reason we did this is because you've literally had about three weeks to prepare them. Okay. So I'm expecting big I things. I used three minutes of those three weeks. Just <laughs> I used... That's two and a half minutes longer than yeah, Scott. I used 30 seconds. Um, <laughs> <laughs> your question for Patrick, please. Right, Pat, so in honour of your new German winger, I thought mm. it would be aptly appropriate to ask you this week, how many players have played in the Bundesliga and for Celtic? That's superb, man. What you've done there is you've taken a spin off your last question. Well, it's a success. It was a just, successful question last time. I mean, you know, I wasn't oh, saying, okay. mate. I, I thought you were just getting a jibe in there, so you know. Thank you. Not like you to get defensive. No, not at all. 
So I think I know of two guaranteed. Okay. Yep. And that's Hinkle, our old German right back, and Braffid, who was abysmal and played right. as a left back for us and then ended up playing in a World Cup final. Oh, fuck. Sorry. Sorry. My question, I read my question, my own question wrong. Sorry. Can we, <laughs> can we just start that, cut that again? Sorry. It was Scottish players to play for Celtic and in the Bundesliga. Not because there was too many. It was a massive question. That's why I cut it. That's why I cut it. This is what happens when you prep 30 seconds before the show. So I do apologise. You've had three weeks. No, I've not. I've been on holiday for three weeks. Um, That's staying in as punishment. No, can we? I mean, the actual question was I've got it written down, so I'll not show you. What's your actual question? Anyway, oh. I was going to say. Uh, two, no, no. It's uh, what's happened there is Pat's no, got no, the right answer no. and he said two. You've Pat and no, like, fucking need to change my question. <laughs> there you go. Scottish players. Scottish players yeah that was the question I do apologise because I looked at it because I thought that would be a fucking great question and then uh, there was and then didn't ask it no no there was quite a lot (laughs) there was a lot of players so I thought you know save time so question we'll start that again right Right, well I can only brilliant job saving time I can only think of one right Uh, but is that going to be my final answer I'm not sure I know that Paul Lambert has yep Uh, Scottish players I can't think of any. Steve, can you think of any other Scottish players playing the Bundesliga? I can't, but it's not my you question. Oh. Well, why don't I just, you know, I can only think of one. I'm assuming I'm wrong, so I'm going to say four. Whoa. Can I can I name the one he's yeah. missing? That's off okay. top of my head. Ollie yeah, Burke. Oh, okay. Yeah. Good one. So you were close, but just a wee bit short. Six. Six What's players. It? Who are they? Mark McGee. Alan McAnally, Brian O'Neill, Paul Lambert, Oliver Burke, and Murdo McLeod. There you go. Some of them before my time, but yeah. I should have got Burke. I, no, I just, it was a good question, because the Bundesliga, because when I Googled it, it was, it, it, was um, yeah. it was a good question. Was, uh, Your first question was good as well. There was a, there was a shit ton of them, and I thought, Christ, this is a big answer. So, uh, sorry, Pat, but that was good. Good try, mate. Good God, I actually thought we had so I thought we had it there. I thought we'd cracked it. Proper questions. Your question for Scott. Right. <laughs> I'm actually going to struggle to award you a point, Scott, if you get this right, to be honest. But we'll, we'll go anyway. Which former Rangers manager holds the record for the shortest period in charge? Oh, that's quite difficult because there's been a few howlers. Um, a few howlers in recent times. Is it permanently appointed Rangers manager? What was that word you just said? <laughs> Permanently, permanently appointed. Permanently. Permanently. Just forgot how to say the word. Was, and no, I think permanently it's appointed. Permanently appointed. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, so it's not, in their history? It's not Jimmy no, no, it's not. I've got two in mind. So. Who is, who's your two? I think one of them is Pedro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm torn between Giovanni or Michael Beale, and I can't. Because both of them had very similar stints, but uh, no, oh, I might be wrong. I might be missing someone. Paul Leguen. That's. Uh, I think it's Leguen. You think it's Leguen? I'm probably wrong. It's probably Pedro. Isn't it? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna. It's Paul Leguen. Oh yeah, dancer. Yes, thank Christ for that. So I think it goes Paul Leguen, Pedro Casinha, and then Got Michael Beale. So that is another point for Rangers, and that means the episode goes to the Glasgow Rangers. Rangers. 
Now, moving on to the final part of the podcast, ladies and gentlemen, is the predictions. It's been a while, but despite the winter break, the leaderboard hasn't changed that much. Paddy is still in front. However, he does have a new challenger with Steve, <laughs> me, having closed the gap with a correct score prediction of 5-0 um, for the Celtic game. Scott does have some work to do to stay in touching distance as the scores read Patrick 37, Steve 35 and Scott 32. So it's a double dunter for Rangers this week uh, with two away games as we discussed. Three predictions this week. So I'm going to start start with your boys' predictions of the Rangers games and Patrick, if I can start with you, please, mate. Uh, I'm going to say Hibs 2, Rangers 1. And I'm going to say Rangers 2, St Mirren 0. Well... Scotty? I'm going to say it's going to be 3-1 three, three Rangers against Hibs and I think it'll be 3-0 Rangers versus St Mirren. Wow, confident. I'll go I think I think Rangers will I think Rangers will beat Hibs. Um, Hibs are a good football team though so I'm going to go for a 2-1 Rangers victory and then I'm going to go it's an early kick off the St Mirren Rangers game so I'm going to go for a 3-1 Rangers victory in that. Scotty, your predictions for the Celtic game against Ross County? I mean, I think uh, Big Derek's struggling. You know, I don't think he's... I oh, think he's miserable not, bastard. Uh, he struggled to recover yeah, from those comments, yeah, hasn't he's he? Lot, he's, I mean, he's, he's still getting stick on yeah, them. Well, I mean, you don't come out and say those things, you know, just... Mm, not if you're not. a Ross County manager, no. Um, I think his team will be in for a, 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 a severe ass kicking so I'm going to go 4-0 Celtic that is what I was going to say um, I don't want to go the same as yes I'll go 3-0 Celtic nice I'm going to go 4-1 just to give Ross County a little bit a little they've bit got no hope. hope with Derek in the wheel you see he basically came out the weekend he basically though. came out the weekend and said yeah I regret this <laughs> <laughs> it's like he's wanting sacked for yeah. that pay unbelievable I was like, oh, like what, what are you doing What's, that? What's Inverness ever done to you? Stingwall. <laughs> You've been listening to The Boy and the Bear. If you want to get in touch with us, you can email us your thoughts to theboyandthebear at gmail.com uh, and please also send the link to the pod to your mates and ask them to check it out. Stuff like reviews or sharing the link is really, really helpful. Yeah, any personal reviews at Slate Me, get read it on the, get read it on the <laughs> podcast as we're all well aware, so keep them coming. Thanks, Ivan. <laughs> and please do follow us on Instagram. Instagram, cheers. Instagram. Instagram. On Instagram at BoyBearPod. That's Boy with a H. Class to be back, boys, and I will catch you next week. Speaks in that's heel, heel. Follow, follow, boys.